the last stanza we all could sing with. You may be seated. Just so wonderful that in all languages can hear the word of the Lord. And God understands all languages. And we are, of course, gathered internationally. And we are very, very grateful to God that it's still the time of grace, that we still can come together, and in particular, that we still have the opportunity. Yes, whoever cannot come by car, he can now come cheap by plane. We are just so grateful for everything, be it from the Czech Republic, be it from Romania, be it from Switzerland, be it from Austria, be it from Italy. All can fly for a very cheap price and they don't have to drive anymore. Just so nice. Today we have visit. From, yes, perhaps for the first, from Grotno. Where are our brothers from Grotno? Please stand up. Be welcome in a special way. God bless you. Then we have one brother, Joseph, from Kinshasa. Please stand up. Brother Joseph from Kinshasa. One brother who is one of the most used brother by God in the Congo. Just so tremendous how God could use and bless this man. Then we have one brother Joseph from Yaounde. We all know that Yahunde is the capital from Cameroon. All of us know it. The Cameroon people have a special privilege. In the previous time they were speaking German. Now they are speaking English and French. Then we have special greetings from Brother Kupfer. Brother and Sister Kupfer, they could not come today, but they are joined with us and they are sending greetings. Brother Wallström is sending special greetings. Brother Graf is also sending greetings. Then greetings from Canada, from Chile, from Kenya, from Burkina Faso from Brother Mbie, from Bujimai. There we had very blessed meetings. Then greetings from Ghana. Once again greetings from the DRC. Once again greetings from DRC. Greetings from Romania. Greetings from Uganda. Greetings from Israel. Greetings from the USA. From the Philippines. Greetings from Cape Town. Greetings 
From Colorado, USA. Greetings. From New Zealand. Greetings. Once again from Romania. Greetings from South Africa, from Cape Town, and then also greetings from Johannesburg. And should I have forgotten someone, then I just ask for forgiveness. Our brother from Johannesburg, he not only has given us greetings, he said, Brother Frank, thank you for the circular letter. And I was astonished that the English circular letter is already in the Internet and can be read worldwide. As far as I know, the German circular letter is also in the Internet and is available for everyone. Sadly, the French one is not yet ready. Please, Brother Tati, Brother Tati, please stand up from Brussels. This is that man whom God has ordained to translate into the French language. And he makes a very good job. God bless you, Brother Tati. Then we have Brother Gilbert in our midst. We have ministering brethren in our midst from all neighboring countries. And we just wish all, with all our hearts, God's blessing. May the Lord come to His right. In the December circular letter, I have the impression that I would like to say farewell. That I would like to say, I have done my part. I have carried the word of the Lord. And I just estimated one third of my time was either in the air or at preachings. The second third was in the office and the third was given for rest. Every time, all the time, what I had, I, have, I had given to the Lord and I've carried His precious and holy word and the fruit has become visible now. And also for that, we are just so grateful to God with all our hearts. Now, just briefly, I would like to refer to Israel. We all heard of it. Fire. Fire was, was, was caused by, by thousands of uh, square meters of forest were burned down. And to the people of Israel, nothing is so important than to plant a tree. Nothing is more important for the tourists than to plant a tree. Because in Israel everything was 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 bare. It was nothing was there. And they started to plant with the Shah from Persia, with the king from Persia. 
he was the first one who was given giving more than thousand trees to Israel and then all the other nations were joining and when there is a forest fire in Israel this is just a catastrophe another catastrophe can be not there and therefore also the news are writing that it is the greatest catastrophe since Israel exists. And we are just so sorry that the enemy that the enemies of Israel are in the country and they are always aiming to cause damage. But God will make an end to it. And we all know that it is very near now. Then I was also thinking about it is now even more important for us that from the 2nd to the 13th of May, God willing, if we are still on the earth, we are planning a trip to Israel. If there are enough people who are joining us, we are just blessing Israel with all our hearts and with all our soul. Because God said, He who will bless thee, I will bless him. And whoever curses you, him I will curse. That's how it is written in the first promise in Genesis, in chapter 12. We are just so grateful, with all our hearts grateful, that the Lord has given us the right attitude and the right attitude to Israel, to the word of God, to the message, just the right attitude to everything what comes from God, what concerns the plan of salvation of God. And God, of course, has given promises, promises for Israel, promises for the church, and finally promises for all the nations who are then who then will be included, who will be left after the last battle. God has taken care for everything and everything will come to fulfillment at the right time. He will take care of it. Then we have, also in the circular letter, we were dealing with some kind of subjects. I, will, I don't want to continue here. It is just about that we have a new experience with God. And on the other hand, Worldwide has to be explained. Nothing can remain standing what cannot stand in the presence of God and what is not in line with the Word of God. And I want to say this very, very clear. It's not the quotes which we read in the Bible. It's not the quotes which Brother Brennan made, 
but that what was made out of it. And I I give you three examples from the mouth of our Lord, which are very hard to be understood, but we, we just leave them stand. We just leave them standing. And we just leave it to the Lord. However, He will do all things. In whatever way He will do things. In Matthew chapter, Matthew chapter 10, in verse 23 it says, Matthew 10, verse 23, But when they persecute you in this city, flee ye into another. For verily I say unto you, ye shall not have gone through the cities of Israel until the Son of Man be come. So, and now we are reading in Matthew, chapter 16, verse 27 and 28. And then he shall reward every man according to his works. Verily, I say unto you, there, there be some standing here which shall not taste death until they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. Now, the Gospel of John, chapter 21, John, chapter 21, here it says, in verse 21 to 23, Peter, seeing him, saith to Jesus, Lord, and what shall this man do? Jesus saith unto him, If I will that he tarry until I come, what is that to thee? Follow thou me. Then went this saying abroad among the brethren, that that disciple should not die. Yet Jesus said not unto him, he shall not die, but if I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? It's not, 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 nothing for us. Why should we care about it? Why? We have to deal with that, what the Lord said to us. And now, we just go. Ah, really? I, I could answer you all three questions. And all are fulfilled. All are fulfilled. But let, let us read now from Second Peter, chapter 3. Second Peter, chapter 3. 
to show us from the Word in what kind of time we are living and what is our task. Second Peter, chapter 3, yes, let us read verse 9 firstly and then from verse 14. The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering toward you, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And then the Apostle comes to that what we just read now. And then he refers to the epistles of Paul, in which also some things are hard to be understood. From verse 14. Wherefore, Beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. So, be diligent and be in expectation of these things. The Lord will fulfill His promise. But it is important, as it is written here, to be found blameless, without spot, in peace when He comes. It's just so very important that we let God's word speak to us in such a way that we are being prepared. Because this is, of course, the main thing, the correction, the correction in the doctrine that belongs to it. And also concerning the preachers. It's even written in the internet. There are ten main directions within the entire message. These are then brothers who draw disciples after themselves and who have their own ways. With God, there is only one direction. And this must be right. And the direction is right with the true believers, with those who are in line with God and His Word. Then no more interpretations are being done. And as we just said and, and read and, and written, there where discussions and interpretations are going on, there is no revelation yet. Where revelation is, there's no discussion anymore, no interpretation anymore. There is clarity which God has given by His grace. And Peter refers here to the letters of Paul. Also here we could read many things. I just read from verse 15 in Second Peter chapter 3. 
and consider that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation. Even as our beloved brother Paul, also according to the wisdom given unto him, has written unto you. Paul had a commission from the Lord to deal with every subject, the ministries, the gifts, the order in the church, everything he dealt with. And if we look, look it up precisely, then really in the early church, There was only one local church in a city, never two, ne ne never three or four, always one local church in one city. And Paul addressed the letters to the churches in the various cities, now from verse 16. As also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things. What things? The promise and the fulfillment, the return of the Lord. When he refers to these things, in which are some things hard to be understood, which they that are unlearned and unstable rest, as they do also the other scriptures, unto their own destruction. So, that what was written, that was what Paul has written, everything was twisted. And therefore, time and again the admonition to believe as the scripture has said. Then, verse 17, Ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things before, Yes, who knows the things before? They have to be said first. And they were said. We have everything in the Word of God. We, therefore, we, therefore, seeing, knowing these things aforehand, before, Beloved, beware, beware, lest ye also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness. So that the heart is firm, and it happens only by grace, settled in the word of God, knowing, knowing, heaven and earth shall pass away, but God's word remains forever. From the sermon, The Invisible Union of the Bride, 
I have a quote in the circular letter. I just read you quickly a couple of uh, lines which Brother Brenham has hang into the air with emphasis. We see that the wrong interpretation of the word just as Satan did it to Eve by, by bringing her to doubt one word. We have to believe every word with all our hearts. Only then it is being revealed to us. After what it says, and so the whole of mankind was thrown into a chaos. Just one word, just one word caused. She has given her ear, and then it happened. We read on. Then we see in the midst of the book that our Lord and Savior came saying to us man shall not live by bread alone but by every word of God by every word which comes from the mouth of God. This is our life. Because the word of God is life and spirit. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. Then we read on. In the last book of Revelation of Jesus Christ, the serious warning is written, if somebody adds one word to it, or takes one word away from it, his part shall be taken out from the book of life. Why do we have under, under the leading of the Holy Spirit? Why did we emphasize the word from the beginning? Why did we put it on the lampstand? Why? And why did we preach always? that to the word may nothing be added. I read on. The last part of the prayer. May your spirit fall upon us and may it anoint the words in our hearts so that we, if, when, when we go from this place, that we are better people than now, so that we have a deeper insight into Jesus Christ. Please grant it, Lord, that we recognize the day in which we are living and how God how God is leading His people, how God is preparing His people in this dark time in which you are living. Very clear. Long sentence. Oh God, anoint us. 
Why do we sing sometimes, Holy anointing, rest upon me, divine comforter, lead all my doing, as the German song goes. The Hebrew word Mashiach and the Greek word Christos, in our language, they should be translated as the anointed one. The anointed one, the Mashiach, the Christ. And we must be anointed ones, anointed with the power of the Holy Spirit. And here we read the, the first part once again. O oh God, anoint us, not only the preacher, but also the the listeners, let the hearts of all of us, let they tremble, let our hearts tremble at your word. For the fear of God is the beginning of all wisdom. Grant, grant these things, Father, for we ask it in the name of Jesus. And then, Amen. This is also our prayer, that every word, which of course by the anointing and inspiration of the Holy Spirit has come, that it really, by the same inspiration and under the same anointing, that it is revealed to us, so that we really are all taught by the Spirit of God, and thus coming into the unity. I read on. We are grateful for every scripture, we also, for every verse, for every scripture we are grateful. I am grateful to God that I may live in this time when all things are coming to completion of the world history. Yes, we are also grateful. Not only the final events of the world history, but of the plan of salvation of God is coming to fulfillment with the church and with Israel in this time. Then we read on. I don't know, but if, if I would have something to say before the foundation of the world, and if God would have, would have revealed his whole program before me and shown, shown it to me and would have said to me, I want that you preach in, in what age, in what time do you want to be on the earth to preach? Then I would have chosen this age. Yeah, I also. I also. 100 years ago, I couldn't not, not, not have gone into all the world flying. God made all things right, the right way. Then, He gives the hint here. I don't want to read much. But here it's written. 
Most certainly, I would have, I would have liked to live on the earth when he was walking this earth. But I believe, nevertheless, I believe that this time is greater because it's the time in which he will return to take his people which he himself redeemed to take them home. And then some people are saying, this has happened already. As long as we are here, it did not yet happen. And then I, I read the next section. We are overwhelmed. We know that the history comes to its end. The world history very soon will be at the end. And then we will go into a, a new day and we will celebrate the millennium together with him. I belong to those believers who believe in the millennium. Christ will reign for a thousand years on the earth. And then comes the wonderful sentence, the Lord Jesus will return in the body to, 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 to take his people bodily home, which he redeemed. In his body he paid the price, and at his return, the body translation will take place. The soul, the inner, the heart is now changed. But at the return of our Lord, the body will be changed. Then we have another portion, just briefly. But consider, when the revival starts in the spiritual bride, when it starts, when she starts to come back to the word of God, to stretch for out, then pay attention. Then you will see what at that time, what at that time, that in that time a message comes forth from the scripture, fetching the bride. Not to waste time here, but one, three, three more portions. Church, one day he will return. Just as sure as he came for the first time, he will return and come for the second time. Make everything ready. Be ye separate from, from the shuck, from the shuck, and remain, remain lying as the seed in the presence of the sun. Look up 
continually be in expectation. And then we are in the last days. This we all know. We are ready for the coming of the Lord. For this, you will have to loosen yourselves from every sin. Separate yourself from everything what belongs to the world. Don't love the world and the things of the world. Don't be deceived by any man or by any denomination or by any creed. Hold fast to the promise of God. Hold fast to the word of God. If this is the word for this hour, then he fulfills it. If it, would, if it would not be so, he would not fulfill it. But it is the word for this time. One could read on and on. Just so mighty. In what kind of way? Brother Brenham, yes, in the last sermons, this sermon is from the 25th of November. On the 24th of December, he was called home. Just so mighty. How we are given insight by this ministry into the plan of salvation of our God. Once again, let us refer to some scriptures which are on my heart tonight, especially from the last first weekend. We were speaking about the virgins and it just stood out to me that the term virgin just means undefiled, untouched, not defiled, just virgin. Mary was a virgin and Eve was not a virgin anymore after the fall. And we just have to hang this into the air that all who let themselves be deceived now don't, are neither belonging to the wise nor to the foolish virgins. One has to speak it out clearly. Those who are called out from God now, not those who are running with, not all those who are going with, but to those whom God could speak to, who were really called out, they will not deal anymore. They will not defile themselves with false doctrines anymore. They will not let themselves be deceived anymore. They will abide in the word of God. And to this, we have to go to 2 Corinthians. Chapter 6, 2 Corinthians. Chapter 6, here we have, of course, the word which we time and again were looking at. All over the earth, we preached it. 
of the calling out. Ye, my people, come out, be ye separate, and touch not the unclean thing. But then, after verse 18, in 2 Corinthians 6, which we read now, we will also read in chapter 7, verse 1. And I will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Having, having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. So, the calling out has to accomplish something. And something has to happen with us. Namely, cleansing ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit, being cleansed the one by the blood of the Lamb and the other in by the washing of the Word, just taking a bath in the Word so that our Lord can say, ye are already clean for the Word's sake which I have spoken unto you. So, God has not only sent a message with it, he fulfilled the highest purpose. He connected the highest purpose with it in all of the plan of salvation, namely our calling out, our separation, our preparation, that from all filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit, are cleansing ourselves, making a perfect holiness in the fear of God in us. And then we will read Hebrews, we will understand Hebrews 12, verse 14, that without holiness no one will see the Lord. Then we will understand John 17, 17, properly. I sanctify myself for them so that they are also sanctified in the truth. And the Lord spoke to us. I'm convinced of it. The Lord spoke to us that He didn't send a message of a man, but the divine message you have heard and you received it, you believed it, and it was revealed to you. And you are having thus part in what God is doing right now. In the people of Israel, there are some scriptures where, the, where God has spoken to Israel as a virgin. Virgin Israel, return to the Lord. And the fallen away Israel was the woman. The woman who fell away, who fell away, committed idolatry. 
And by the prophets, she was called time and again back of the 144,000 in the Revelation 14, which of course are, which are of course coming from the 12 tribes of Israel. And according to Revelation 7, they will get the, their sealing of them, it says, and they defiled themselves not with women. And to, whoever then goes to the New Testament, also to Revelation 12, the church is called a woman in which God has laid his seed into. And finally, the male child, the overcomers, will be born to, to rule all nations and to reign together with the Lord. Brothers and sisters, with God there are no compromises. And if it is written in the prophet, you have begotten a kindred of un of, of, uh, just as the Son of God was begotten by the Spirit of God, because the promise was believed, there, in the same way, we have to hear the promises of God, and the Spirit of God must come upon us, and then we are born again unto a living hope by the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. When we were singing the first song, especially of what has happened on the cross, it's a very big difference whether somebody has hung a cross around his neck or the crucifix or whether one can say, I am crucified with Christ. Now I live no more, but Christ lives in me. Not hanging a cross around one's neck, but being crucified with Christ, being buried with Him, risen together with Him unto a new life. On purpose I watched it. On purpose. In Moscow, Every taxi driver, he had two crosses, one cross and a crucifix. The one was hanging a bit higher and the other one was hanging a little bit lower. And if we go back into history, in the seven crusades, where the crucifix had to be kissed, otherwise you were, you were killed and 20 millions were murdered in the seven crusades only because they didn't want to kiss the crucifix. Not the, outward, not the carrying out, outwardly of, of crucifix carrying around his neck. No, being crucified with Christ. Being dying with him, being buried with him, and being risen with him unto a new life with him. So the wise virgins, they will remain pure of all things. And I say it, I just say it, 
as I feel before the Lord. All the deceptions, whether they are happening in Christianity or in, or in general, and all of us, we understood that Sodom and Gomorrah is on the agenda. One really has to look at the picture how a she-pastor is marrying Uh, two she pastors. And then one, one can look at how a pastor marries two she pastors. And if I then read in Moses chapter 7, in Genesis 7, all the animals came into the ark by pair. All the animals came into the ark, female and male. And then the sheep pastor said, what God has joined together, this man shall not put asunder. These are blasphemies. And this is Romans chapter 1. Because they didn't recognize God, therefore God has let them God has let them drown into these thinkings and into these doings. But it was predicted. It was predicted that it will be as it was in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah. And as it was in the days of Noah. And we are living really in this time. On the other hand, we have of course the great privilege And I just want to emphasize it tonight. The great privilege to not only believe, but to believe what the Scripture says, as the Scripture says, to let it remain standing, whether we understand it or not. We leave everything stand, standing. And we just know that God never comes too late everything will take place in the right time by His grace. If you then think of 1 Timothy chapter 4, how Paul was admonishing and writing, and also then to Titus and to his co-workers of what they should pay attention to. 1 Timothy chapter 4 Mainly, right in verse 1. Now, the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. One just has to understand that already at that time the end time in particular was written down because God knows the end of course before the beginning. And then we see the mighty admonition which Paul has addressed to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 4. It's written in verse 6, If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister 
of Jesus Christ nourished up nourished up in the words of faith because you have taken not, not because the listeners because you you who, who you are preaching the word because you have taken the words of Christ for your food and of the sound doctrine and of the sound doctrine which have you which has you taken for your measuring line what, what is the measuring line only God's word of what shall we build on what can, to what can we align of only we can align to the word of God and this we have done in all these years. Not only I, but all the brethren worldwide together with me who have taken the word of the hour, who got it revealed and who have passed it on. In this week, There was a conversation between two brothers. The one was speaking of the giving out of the food and the other one said, Listen, the food, everybody, everybody can choose and prepare how he needs it. Yes, that's how it is. And all are thinking, all are thinking, They may do it, but God somehow, he has to say something to it. Not only that man shall not live by every bread, but, by, but every man lives by the giving out of the food. And God himself said that he would send a famine into the country to hear his words. Of course, not the interpretations, but his words in the original to hear it. And then we think of the Old Testament. When the woman t told to the prophet, now I know that God's word is the truth in your mouth. Not only in the Bible, but in our mouth, God's word has to be, has to remain the truth. And this forever and ever. Let us summarize. Everything is grace. Undescribable grace. All our experiences with the Lord, conversion, renewing, the new birth, spirit baptism, everything is grace and again grace. Everything is a gift of God which was given unto us. And we just have to emphasize, it is not enough if somebody says, whoever believes the message has already proven by it to have received the Holy Spirit. And then, there are so many who not only not even know what is a conversion, what is a new birth, what is an experience of salvation, with God, 
But only because Brother Brennan made a similar, not the exact uh, statement, but he made a similar statement. And these, then these statements are used without that one made these experiences with God in reality. Brothers and sisters, and in particular, addressed to all the young people, addressed especially to all who had not, who didn't have experience yet. It has to take place. There has to be made a beginning in our life of faith. It must be a day in which we really made an experience with God, receiving the assurance that our sin, our guilt is forgiven and that we are justified before God. As of course written in Second Corinthians, in chapter 5, God was in Christ and has reconciled the world with himself. And to us was given the ministry of reconciliation. And therefore, we are saying to all, let ye be reconciled with God. Just as I emphasize now, all the young people, all those who had not yet a direct experience with God, today it can happen. And while I was praying with the brothers here in the building next to it, the thought came to me, we have the full right to every blessing which was given to us by God in Jesus Christ through Calvary. We have a right to it. Salvation of the soul, healing of the body, deliverance, everything. But then the thought came to me, perhaps one sentence is missing. Yes. Whoever, whoever got old and wants to return young again, this we don't have then. This we don't have then. With uh, getting young, we really have to wait. We have to wait. You all know whom, whom I'm thinking of, Brother Rus, on all who got older. Brother Schmidt, I myself, we have many others. We don't have the promise that we in this body will get young on this earth again. I read it to you. In Job, in Job it's written, Job 33, only then when the Lord takes us to himself, then we'll be changed into our youth. The price was paid. It will take place. This we all know. And I just say it, as many times. I've seen it. I've experienced the rapture. I've seen the crowd dressed in white. I've seen that all were young. And here it's of course written in Job 33. I just read from verse 23. 
Job 33 from verse 23. If there be a messenger with him, an mediator, one among a thousand, to show unto man his uprightness, then he is gracious unto him and says, Deliver him from going down to the pit. I have found a ransom, an atonement. His flesh shall be fresher than a child's. He shall return to the days of his youth. He shall pray unto God and he will be favorable unto him, and he shall see his face with joy. For he will restore unto man his righteousness. He looketh upon man, and if any say, if any say, I have sinned and perverted that which was right, and it profited me not. He will deliver his soul from going down into the pit, and his life shall see the light. If one thinks about it, that Job, this man who was tried so hard in the Old Testament, this man not only cried out, I know that my Redeemer liveth. He spoke here of the mediator. He spoke of the atonement. Everything was revealed to him already in the Old Testament. And he has written a wonderful end. He has written, of Job it's written, that God will restore his state. Everything will be in order again. Everything will be made well. Brothers and sisters, let us say it once again. The virgins are not defiling themselves. They remain pure. They don't follow any man. They are hearkening to the voice of the bridegroom. They let themselves be taught by the word and they get obedient and they are following the Lamb wherever, wherever it goeth. Let us say it once again. Not the many directions within the Christianity, within the message, but the one direction grounded and based on the Word to believe as the Scripture says it and in obedience of faith following the Lord, letting ourselves be prepared unto the glorious day of the return of Jesus Christ, our Lord. And then is being fulfilled, blessed are of a pure heart, for they shall see God.
Let us really take everything out what cannot stand in the presence of God. And let us trust the Lord that He will make all things new, that He will make all things well, that He forgives sin, that He covers guilt, that He heals diseases. And all who are feeling themselves bound, that they just know the Lord delivers and whom the Son sets free is free indeed to all brothers and sisters all over the earth. We also say it. Please abide in the Word. Abide under the leading of the Holy Spirit. Believe as the Scripture says. Preach only what you can preach from the Word and leave everything else to God. Also that what our Lord said, what Paul has written, what Brother Brenham has said, if it is hard to be understood, just leave it as it is. And when the time comes, and when God wants to reveal it, then He will do it. Important is that we don't interpret anything, that we don't twist anything, just leaving everything as it is. And then we are returning to the Lord, returning to His Word, knowing the Lord will make all things well with all of us. We believe that God has sent his prophet before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes. We believe that the last message is reaching the ends of the earth. And we are just so grateful also for the possibilities that all over the earth we can be heard online and this in the various languages. Why? Because the bright church has to be called out from all people's tongues and nations. And we have the grace to have heard this call. The, the transition from 2 Corinthians 6, last verse, to chapter 7, first verse, this transition we experienced, that we cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit. Working perfect holiness with us in the fear of God, so that we have the assurance not only to have heard God's word, but that we, by the blood of the Lamb, were purified, and by the washing of the word, we also we were cleansed. And by this we are waiting for the return of our beloved Lord and Savior. He will come and we are expecting His return in our time. I expect His return 
in our time. God, the Lord God knows it. Paul expected the return at his time. Brother Branham expected it at his time. But now it's really so far. As our Lord said, when you see these things coming to pass, lift up your heads. Also the end time will have an end. Amen. It will not continue forever. It will have an end. And also the time of grace has started and it will have an end. Nevertheless, we all have to remain sober and clear in both realms, in the earthly realm and in the spiritual realm. May God give it to all of us by His grace, having an inner agreement to His precious and holy word. We are very grateful to God. With all our hearts, we are grateful that He has made His Word alive unto us. He revealed it unto us, given us an insight into His plan of salvation by His grace. Let us always consider that we remain pure before the Lord. Really, untouched, not mixing, no strange doctrines, washed in the blood of the Lamb, sanctified in the word of truth, taking a bath in it, and by the Holy Spirit are being led into all the truth. He, the Almighty God, who has given us so much grace, to live now and to see everything, to experience it, to witness what is happening now. Also I, if God would have asked me, I would have chosen this time in which we are living now, where really all things are coming to its completion. And we, by grace, we may experience and witness everything. May the blessing of the Almighty God rest upon all of us. In Jesus' holy name. Amen. Let us all stand up. Let us sing just as I am. And then we'll call people to the Lord who would like to come to Him. Let us sing it one.
As we are having our heads bowed, as we are closing our eyes, as we are opening our hearts, let me ask, who would like that we pray for you? Whatever your request might be, be it salvation, be it healing, be it deliverance, be it other requests or whatever needs, whatever it might be, it remains written that the Lord has helped Everyone, whoever came to him, that's how it is written in Matthew, chapter 9, in verse 35. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. We believe that our Lord is the same. And we believe also what is written in Mark 16, in the last chapter, in the last verses, Mark 16, here we have in the last verses the confirmation, verse 19 and 20 in Mark 16. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and set on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. Our Lord is the same. He has risen. He ascended into heaven. And he is at work in the church. The church is the revelation, the manifestation place here on the earth. And we are just so grateful that we are not only preaching the word, we are in the expectation that God will confirm His Word. We preached it in truth. We have the full right that God confirms His Word in our midst and worldwide by accompanying signs and miracles by grace. Not we are doing it. The Lord is working with us. Also tonight. How many can believe it? Just believe it. Let us sing the chorus. Only believe. And then we pray together.
Dear Lord, you ever faithful God, you have a church on the earth, the church of the firstborn, the bride church, the bride of the Lamb, which is hearkening to the voice of the bridegroom. Beloved Lord, you are risen, you ascended to heaven, and you confirmed your presence, yes, you, you confirmed your word by signs following and also miracles. Beloved Lord, I have carried your word in the same way. The full gospel I preached. I have carried this divine message just as you have commanded me. I went from city to city. I didn't establish any local church just as you commanded me. I didn't publish any songbook just as you commanded me. But I have preached your word and have give, I, I have given out the spiritual food. Beloved Lord, now I expect And your church expects your confirmation, your confirmation, the confirmation of your holy word. Confirm it tonight. Save, deliver, heal, do miracles and signs. Dear Lord, we have the same message the same full gospel. Let it be manifested tonight in this meeting that you are in our midst, that you are confirming your word. I thank you. I thank you for the blood of the Lamb, for the word of God, for the Holy Spirit which leads into all the truth. Great God, bless all over the earth. You have confirmed your word when the messenger brought it. And we have the full right to expect this confirmation because we believe the divine message. Dear Lord, and also now, the faith is the victory which has overcome the world. Dear Lord, I ask you, I pray you, work it by the power of your blood, of your word and of your spirit. Give a new reviving amongst us, in us and with us all, all of us. Together we thank you that we may live now 
that we believe your promise, also the promise of your return. And we thank you that you have spoken to us in a clear way, that you have opened our understanding for the scripture and that you have given us grace in your presence. Dear Lord, may worldwide your word accomplish for what you have sent it for. And as we read in the word of introduction, you will fulfill everything. We are thirsting and hungering for you. You will make all things well, blessed and praised. Be your wonderful and holy name of Jesus. Precious Lord, I have also the request that all my brothers and all my sisters are belonging to the wise virgins, to the bright church, being called out, being separated, being purified and cleansed to be ready for your appearing. To you, to the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, to the God of Israel, to the only God who exists, you have revealed yourself to us in Jesus Christ, our Lord. And we thank you with all our hearts for it, that you tonight, you blessed us. And all, and all over the earth, you have blessed in all peoples, tongues and nations, with New Zealand beginning in all peoples, on every continent. To you, the Almighty God, we say thanks also for tonight. In Jesus' holy name. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Amen.